Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. You are listening to the Urban Sports Scene. We are also part of Amplify Media. That's AmplifyMedia.com. I'm Wole, and I'm joined by my co-host, Ray. What's going on, Ray Jeezy? What's up, brother? What's going on? How was your trip, dude? Man, it was cool, bro. I think I, dude, I, I'm, I was exhausted. I got no sleep on the, like, the night before going home. Man, I, did, I did too much, man. I feel like I ran Atlanta, dog. I ran the streets of Atlanta hard. I won't even hold you. I'm not young anymore. I'm I'm not young anymore, bro. I'm like I just can't back to back nights, bro. Like going out and doing whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. I'm just not that dude anymore. <laughs> yeah, a whole lot of Commanders fans made the trip to Atlanta, and I saw that during the game. I'm like, that's what's up. Why they don't yeah. do that at home? <laughs> How they go and fill up the Mercedes Benz Stadium, but can't fill up FedEx? That was interesting. It was. And you bro. were part of that group down there. I ain't go to the game though. Your, represent your squad, homie. I ain't go to the game though. I know. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just saying, like, but I represent it. I was down there though. They were the man, dude. There was like they were like commander parties, DMV parties everywhere, bro. Like that, that thing was it was just like it was like Atlanta was like these like the like the area to a certain extent, man. That's like, crazy. But it was fun though. I had a good time, my homies, man. My uh, shout out to my man Rodney. It was his birthday yesterday. So shout out to my man Rodney. Um, uh, but yeah, we had a good time, bro. Had a real good time. Sweet, bro. That's that's awesome. That's and that's real talk, you know. And that's real talk. You see how we changed the name, though. You know what I'm saying? We changed the name on the Urban Sports scene. The credits is now Ray and Wole. You know what I'm saying? Folks have listened to the show in the past. You know, you know what I'm saying? The homie Will T is no longer with the Urban Sports scene. Shout out to Will T, man. Did so much for the show. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like, so there's no, there's no, there's no beef. I want y'all to know. You know what I'm saying? No behind the, <laughs> behind the scenes type thing. You know what I'm saying? Like VH1. There's no. We should have a story though. It would be, be great. We had fish. You know what I'm saying? You were you were here, then you left a little bit because you had some stuff you had to do, get you know, get situated. It was just me and Will. You came back, you know what I'm saying? And now Will never gone. really, I never really left. No, ain't leave. No, you know what I mean? I say like leave. You know what? You know what I mean? I, 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 I wasn't full time no while. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was part time. Part time, man. It's like it's like VH1, man. We could have a documentary joint. It would, it would be like that. You know what I'm saying? Behind the scenes. But shout out to Will T, man. You know what I'm saying? Still part of the fam, bro. You know what I'm it's saying? All good. It is, it is all good. But yeah, man. But yeah, the game was like that whole uh the weekend was crazy though. I ain't gonna hold you. I don't want to get everybody my 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 info, my business, but I did a lot, bro. Like I did a lot, like a lot. Uh, All right, yeah. so you still recovering? Let, let's get to it then. Let's get to it, homie. Hey, man. Uh, mentioned Amplifier Media. Amplifier Media hosts multiple DMV sports podcast shows, such as the John Kime Report, hosted by ESPN Washington Commanders Insider John Kime, and Jones Football, hosted by USA Today Insider Mike Jones. 
Uh, you can subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search The Urban Sports Scene. And no matter what platform you're watching us on, please subscribe to The Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. And don't forget to... T- don't forget to hit us up on X at Urban Sports Scene and hit us up on IG at Urban Sports Scene and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. And also join our Urban Sports Scene Facebook group. Search Urban Sports Scene, sports bloggers, sports podcasters, and sports debates. And last for me, man, check out our weekly NFL picks on the Football Garbage Time website. Just go to footballgarbagetime.com. It's part of the Football Garbage Time versus Urban Sports Scene. Pick them challenge crazy years so far. Now that's all I'm gonna say. So last Shout place. out to George. George, George is competing. Is he? Am I still last place? Yeah. I'm last place. Dang. I thought I did a little bit better. I just I thought <laughs> I would. Anyway. Hey man, let's get into our tradition. The pregame. Here's what we have on tap. Uh, we'll talk about the Washington Commanders defeating the, the Atlanta Falcons Sunday and their upcoming game against the New York Giants. We'll talk about the WNBA Finals. The Las Vegas Aces are up 2-1 on the New York Liberty. Then finally, we'll talk about no more Showtime boxing. Al Jones from the WFNZ 92.7 FM radio show in the ring with Al Jones will join us to talk about this big development. All right. Absolutely. Oh, Sunday. Wole was in Atlanta, as we mentioned, to start the show. And while he was there, the commanders defeated the Falcons 24 to 16. Wole, what was your reaction to how the commanders came out and Hopefully put put behind that Bears game. Put put that in the rear view. Um, initially I was like, I, I like the first drive. They 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 marched down the field and got three. I thought things always important. Ooh, excuse me. It's always important to get three points off the rip. I mean, just to score off the rip. It's always important. Um, but then you know I got annoyed when Atlanta drove it to you know answered that with the uh, touchdown drive right right after that. So it was kind of annoying. I was like, okay, here we go again with with Jack Del Rio, but. You know, they settled down. Um, I thought, like, you had two teams, like you said, Ray, are, like, really close in terms mm-hmm. of on the field, and you saw it. Um, you know, I do – I think that, um, you know, obviously when you look in the game, it's the turnovers. They pretty much kind of changed this game. Uh, three turnovers by Atlanta with Desmond Ritter having three intercepts, throwing three interceptions, and Sam Howell uh, not turning the football over or the team. The, the commanders not turning the football over, period. Um, I just – you know, if you look at what Washington did in terms of – it wasn't pretty. Uh, but in terms of all facets, offense, defense, and special teams, they had some type of impact in this game. So I think that's what kind of put them over the top uh, against Atlanta. We are a DMV show. We represent PG County. So naturally, we come to the defense of Chase Young. And yeah. he's one of the people that we talk about so much because he he gets criticized so much more frequently than any other player. But not, not far behind him, at least in my uh, point of view or from, from my point of view, is Jamin Davis. Mm, and yeah, Jamin Davis getting that big interception, I think, was huge for his confidence because some people could say, well, Desmond Ritter gave you gifts, blah, blah. That right there in space where you want to get B. John Robinson yeah. was a big play, and he showed his athleticism. So I was I was super excited for him. People who know me outside of podcasts know I'm an Atlanta Falcons fan. Mm-hmm. But I was, I was realistic coming into the game. I thought, again, like you said, both teams were even. But I'm so glad that the commanders showed fight. They showed energy. Mm-hmm. They, they celebrated as a group with the turnovers. When they scored touchdowns, also Curtis Samuel. Remember, we talked about him playing the Debo Samuel role the previous yeah. time the Commanders played in Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, and I feel yeah. like he played a big role in this game. And obviously, James and Crowder, you get somebody good on special teams and they can impact the game greatly because you take away that return, 
and you, you you're dead even. So yeah. that that was that was also something that I feel like was a turning point. And the commanders overall as a group, even the coaching staff, Ron, he showed some emotion finally. But I don't like them putting the cameras on him after a win. Because you didn't do that the last three weeks. I want to see how he's motivated, guys. You asked them when that Bears debacle was happening at halftime, but well, they, they talked about it. Mm-hmm. But now when you when you play better, now you want to be animated. Come on, dude. I need some consistency. No, um, I don't know. I I, didn't pay, I wasn't watching the pregame, so I don't have the postgame, so I wouldn't know. Is that he said it after the game? He was kind of Well, the like, commanders posted it to social media. They posted okay. his postgame speech. And then Fox replayed it and said, mm. you got to love this from Ron Rivera. <laughs> this is a family win. You know, he, he went through his usual spiel. But I'm just, I mean, I get it. If, you, if you're going to lose, you're not going to necessarily post it on social media. But yeah. I'm just saying in terms of him, this is a common theme with this team is you, you, you get a bounce back win. I want to see him in adversity step up and be that leader that I know he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I feel you. I, I do. I'm, I'm, I want to talk about like what you're talking about, where the game really changed, the turning point. Like this play right here, Jameson, you know, Jameson Crowder, um, it was 7-3. Mm-hmm. Uh, going to him, I'm, they, you know, and uh, they finally got a, a, a three. A, they got a situation when they punt the ball, and, and t- instead, instead of the offense trying to move the length of the field against a tough Atlanta Atlanta defense, this play that play led into a touchdown, a touchdown drive, a touchdown catch. I, I believe it to uh, Gibson for a touchdown, mm-hmm. that little that one yard touchdown pass. So um, I do think that like that definitely was a turning point. I think that gave him confidence, right, going into um, for, for the next series. So the defense was able to get another stop. And then that's that series they were able. I think, um, yeah, that was the actually went for it. On, I might believe that Atlanta went for it on fourth and three, and they got that stop, and that led to another short field where eventually Curtis Samuel had a touchdown pass. Uh, yep. So I do. So to me, I do. To your point, I think that turned everything around. Uh, that play did turn everything around. But in terms of just bringing that, giving that team confidence, I think I think it gave the Washington team as a whole right confidence. Like that play by Jamison Crowder, James, and folks ain't no Jamison Crowder. Uh, was the NFC uh, special teams player of the week? Uh, so mm-hmm. you know because you know because of his play on, on Sunday. So I do to you, to your point, Ray. You mentioned it. I do think. That, I mean, you're right. I think that was the big turning point uh, in the game. But in terms of Ron, I know keep that same energy, right? That's the whole thing you're talking about. Keep the same energy, like just just consistency. That's what consistent. I'm looking for mm-hmm. with this team, man. Yeah, and you're right. Like you, I just want. I mean, it's not just to me a Ron thing. I just think the team in general keep that same energy. That's my thing. Like. Like we don't need to see what we saw in Chicago, right? Keep that same energy, like what you saw on the road. Cause I feel like what you what you did on the road, because I feel like this has been a theme now. It looks like it's mm-hmm. kind of been consistent in this round. In this round, they show that same kind of energy on the road compared to being at home. I don't know what that's about. Like even the uh, if you look at all the games at home, yeah. Oh, even I'll even count the Arizona game. I think the Arizona had more energy to a certain extent. They just didn't oh, have they they more definitely talent. did. They had a lot of energy, right? I feel like this team has been be- like has had more energy on the road. The Denver game, the Eagles game, the loss, the Falcons. Obviously, the, this Falcons game. The energy has been totally different in all the in all these games that on the road compared to at home. One hundred percent, and that's in, in part is something that a player has to motivate himself, and the players mm-hmm. have to get up for the games. Like kind of what Doc said last week when he joined us with Doc Walker. Mm-hmm. But I think coaches as well, man. I think it's a it's it's a culture. And you want to establish a winning culture. And I don't think it's a winning culture when when you face adversity, then it's all over your faces. But yeah. when you're winning, then it's the complete opposite. No, that's one thing I love about Chase Young as a leader. I feel like he brings energy all the time. Like he's he's the one that he's going to get the guys fired up. 
Mm-hmm. And I want to see that from the coaching staff. Eric Bieniemy is that definitely that dude as well. And I like his demeanor lately. He's kind of shifted a bit because he's trying to calm the storm, essentially. Because the, the media firestorm after that Thursday night debacle was tough because it was extra couple days involved. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact that they came out, like you said, and got, got some points on the board right away. So it was a good response when you face some, some more adversity, unexpected adversity at that. We thought the Buffalo game was the worst it could get. Yeah. <laughs> so now, now you move forward. You you won this game in Atlanta. It's like okay, we're turning the page. You got a division opponent who, even when they're bad, they give you a tough they give you a tough game most of the time. And I'm interested to see how they continue because what you're saying is on the road, it's a trend for this team to play well. So yeah. let let's see that continue. Take that momentum and ride that into New York, who they're bleeding. New yeah. York is bleeding, man. This is this is it. You beat New York right here. They lost a division game, another division game, I should say, and they also dropped a one and six. It's a wrap. Yeah, I totally agree. I mean, I do want to get to something real quick before we get to New York game. In terms of, you know, we talked like if you watch the game, the corner, cornerback uh, Emmanuel Forbes, rookie cornerback Emmanuel Forbes did, didn't really play. He was benched for Danny Johnson. Mm-hmm. For you, like you know, speaking for you and just knowing you, you know, we we talked that we talked about we us liking the kid. You think that was a good, the right move for him to like get limited snaps in this Atlanta game? I don't know why it took this long to make an adjustment like that. Okay. Especially because after the game, you say you didn't see the post game press. I did, okay. and Coach Rivera was saying, "We just want to get his confidence back. We okay. want to have him take the sideline view of the game and get to see different angles and get to see how you know other guys defend, how other teams run plays. Yeah. Essentially, be a student and also regain your confidence because he was hurting. Yeah. And I feel like maybe." You don't sit him out as long as you do. I feel like you 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 still bring him in. You still substitute him in and out. But to yeah. be honest with you, if you listen to our show, which we have a couple of them, and you yeah. listen to any other Washington football team, Washington commander, I'm sorry, pod, yeah. uh, pregame show, everybody said pick on Emmanuel Forbes is one of the keys that the Falcons want to win. Uh, <laughs> so the fact that he did not play is probably a, a bonus for those who evaluate the team. Mm-hmm. Period. So I think it was a good move because you had to make an adjustment because you, you can't let the season get out of hand. Now you find yourself a five. Yeah. So that's a good it was a good move. And it, it was a big turning point. Drake London actually played well. And he played he, well, but he he wouldn't I don't think he'd be checking Drake London if he was playing. Um, but it's almost to a point where uh because Drake because uh Danny Johnson wasn't on Drake London at all. So so like so it's like it's wild because I agree with you, but then I was listening to Fred Smoot. And he had a he had a, he had a good point. He was like, mm-hmm. "Dudes, you playing him against AJ? Like you playing him against AJ Brown? All these other dudes with quarterbacks that are better, mm. but you can't play him against Desmond Ritter." I was Ooh, like, "You know what? Good, that's a good point." I he might have like, got his up. Yeah, he was like, "When he said that, I was like, first because you know, you, you know, you're thinking like, yeah, the dudes get a big play." So I totally agree with you, Ray. But when he said that, I was like, "Yeah, that does make sense. Like you would play him against Josh Allen." Hurt and AJ Brown, but you're not gonna play him against Desmond Ritter, so he gets confidence up. Then I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Like he said, that's what pissed him off. I was like, that's that was smooth. Say that's what pissed him pissed him off. And I was thinking to myself, like, in the grand scheme of things, you do want to get the guys who are playing more more consistent on the, on the football field. So I agree with that. But it, it is it is a young dude that you do you do hope that he could become that guy. So you want to get his confidence up because we all. I mean, I believe that this this kid could be stupid, could be talented enough to help this team in the long run. Maybe not this year, but in the long run. Um, cause even Ron coach Rivera, I, I heard him say that, you know, we had the same issue with Jamin Davis and now look at Jamin now, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, you know, for, in terms of, uh, Emmanuel Forbes, 
like when Fred Smith said that, I was like, you know what? I wouldn't have mind seeing them play. But again, I've always said that Danny Johnson deserves to play because Danny Johnson has shown a level of consistency since being ever since he's been on this ball club. Like he deserves the opportunity. Um, but yeah. See, that's what's it was interesting point. That's huh? mind-boggling for me because I felt as though Danny Johnson coming in the Philly game would have made a big difference. And yeah. you decide not to do it there, I guess the Fred Smooth point, but now you want to make this <laughs> adjustment. Yeah. Although, as much as I love DJ Moore as a receiver, I don't think anybody saw Justin Fields and DJ Moore setting the world on fire oh, and having a record-setting night. I did. I did. The way they came. I don't know what, like, because I watched DJ. If you watched DJ then, like, the week before and the game plan, this was, the, like, they were going to DJ. They force fed DJ. I knew that it. man almost. I, they, that's true. Now I said that before the game, but but he got almost three hundred yards. Received. That's why. I, look, that's, that's why. College bro, numbers. bro. I ain't saying no one said no one's always be that bad. But I knew he was doing hundred plus. I knew he was going hundred plus. I ain't think it was gonna be. The, who thought it was gonna be that bad? That's, that's mad ninety five stuff, bro. That's, that's, that's mad ninety five. That's, that, that's just, exactly my point. But I'm saying um, that he was gonna he was gonna get busy. Like I knew he was gonna get busy. Like because DJ Moore, DJ Moore is special. I'm mean, he's special. And he, here's the interesting part too is. Everybody in the, in the league knows that Atlanta's a run first team. Yeah. So, so now you're going to take them out against a team that's not going to pass as well as other teams. I mean, it makes and then you, sense. And now. then you defend it. You defended yeah. the run so well that you forced Atlanta to be something that they weren't. And I think that would help the young man. So that's, that's a good point. You know? Yeah. I mean, but I, I guess, I don't know, man. It's a tough one. I, I think either way, he can regain confidence from watching and from, you know, playing against a, a, a quote unquote lesser to your opponent. Cause even, yeah, because because even Quan Martin, who didn't look at him preseason play in this in, in this game, and yeah, didn't look bad. He didn't look bad. So it wasn't like in limited play, he didn't look bad. So I, it 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 does it does make you think, you know what I'm saying? It does make you think. I, I, I when he said that, I was like, Oh, okay, that's not a bad point. Dujanae um, in the building. What's up, Dujanae? What's going on, my man? All right, so like the commanders held the Falcons to 16 points and forced three turnovers. I'm ready, I'm asking you this question. Do you think the defense has officially turned things around? Or <laughs> you still got it's the way is, is this poll is out there too? So it's or is it yeah, yeah. Way? I saw the poll and I'm with the poll. No, not yet. Because <laughs> you are you allowed a first uh a first quarter touchdown to the Falcons who hadn't scored one mm-hmm. all season, and then I saw X blow up when Kyle Pitts caught a touchdown. Like, oh, nobody knew Kyle Pitts that. was going to be the target. <laughs> so you still have to fix some of what feels like obvious game planning issues. But I feel like the tackling was better. And I feel as though, of course, being able to, to get a young quarterback uncomfortable and, and force him into turnovers, that helped. Your red zone defense was actually good. That fourth down stop was, was mm-hmm. excellent. So there's still some good things to take from But have they turned a corner? No, because you got to look at the competition you'll be playing for the rest of the season. You got some tough teams ahead of you. You got some good quarterbacks just within your division that you're going to be playing mobile quarterbacks to, yeah. which gives the commanders a problem. So, no, they haven't turned the corner. That's why everybody, including yourself, is like, I don't want to see Danny Dimes. I want I want to see Tyron Taylor because Danny <laughs> Dimes might – he might look like Vanilla Vic as uh, <laughs> Skip he owns it. He owns this team. He owns that team. I don't know. He owns the team. Um <laughs> It's wild. So I don't. I'm like everyone know because it gave up four. It gave up 402 yards passing. So it, it can't be. I mean, not passing total yards in terms of the Atlanta Falcons offense. Um, a Ritter threw over uh, through the ball. I mean, threw over 300 yards. So it, it couldn't have been that that great, um, in my opinion. So oh man, Timothy. What did Timothy say? Timothy Hammer, North Carolina. I think the defense will turn the notch up this week and grind it out. Hopefully, hopefully. Um, <laughs> look, look. Hopefully. I'm gonna keep the buck. Hopefully, um, 
So, but so, I will say so, this Tim, though. Tim, what, what makes you think that, bro? Yeah, true that. Real talk. But I, I, I will. I will say this though. I, I think I know where Tim's coming from. If it, it, it was shown, and I think because Jack has been stubborn, that when they blitz, they are able to cre- create, I mean, force an issue. I, they're able to force a mistake. When they blitz, they're able to force a mistake. They blitz. They didn't blitz all the like a lot of you. Not, it seemed like they they didn't blitz all the first half. It seemed like they didn't. Then in the second half, they started blitzing on certain downs. And what yeah. happened? Mo, and I think I think all three or two of the three was created a turnover on the yep. blitz. So mm-hmm. all I'm saying is that if you're looking for a blueprint to create turnovers, it was shown in the Atlanta game. <laughs> That there is an opportunity to, to to create turnovers. So if if that alone is turning the it turn is turning the defense around, where you're now creating pressure, I I can say yes, but I'm not sure. I just don't trust Jack. Like the yards, I'm over the yardage. Like that's that's the thing. But if you can if you can show me that you're willing to blitz, then I'm almost on the side to say you know what, maybe this defense can turn around if they blitz because they, it, it it's wild. Every time they blitz in, in that game against Atlanta, something it seemed like something good, something good happened. They they they, got, they blitzed on fourth down and they picked it up. That was the one. But other than that, they were pretty solid when they blitz. I feel like if they blitz, things are turned around. Like Jamin Davis, you mentioned Jamin. Jamin had a sack, eight tackles, and an interception. Cody Barton had 15 tackles, dog, and a tackle for loss. Uh Khalil, Khalil Hudson seemed to play well. They put him out there. They played more. They play more three linebackers set. And again, that could be more to what Atlanta does rather than anything else. But at least they play three linebackers. Usually it was still, even in heavy in, in, a, in a heavy formation, they play two linebackers in a, in a Buffalo, a Buffalo nickel. At least now they're playing, they play three linebackers. So, you know, Casey Twohill got more burn, had two sacks. So I just feel like, in my I think there's there's a there, if you're looking for hope, if you're looking for hope for the defense, right? It's Jack Blitzen created something there like you could see it now i don't know when they go against the giants maybe he don't want to blitz a tyrod taylor or daniel or daniel jones i don't know but this if you're if you're like if you're like trying to find hope what jack did blitzing that may be it what do you mean to say I don't, I don't trust jack at all i need more attack mode in the front seven these guys are these guys can ball jack got to turn them loose i mean i look do do Janae, I'm with you, but but we gotta we gotta grasp at hope though. You know what I'm saying? Like he blitzed though, he blitzed in the second half. And I don't maybe maybe I'm trying to get put my 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 put my head and my, my put my brain to Jack's in Jack's head and I be like I'm like yo the Jack was Jack like you know what I ain't gonna blitz at all the first half. I'm a I'm a trick him and in the second half I'm gonna bring pressure and they won't even be ready for it. I don't know. I'm just trying to figure it out. I'm trying to figure it out. But Ray, when you saw them when you saw them bringing pressure, what were you what were your thoughts, man? I was saying finally. Yeah, we talked right. about we talked about the, the the potential keys to victory last week, and that was something we emphasized. Get pressure on Ritter when he when he's under pressure, he's shown to struggle, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened. And if if you don't, and you got a guy like him who's undefeated at home, he's going to feel comfortable. And he's going to pick you apart. So it made so much sense. Why don't you do it more often? That's what I don't get. Now, what concerns me is a guy that can get the ball out quick who's probably a bit more uh, experienced than Desmond Ritter, he may be able to read the blitz and he may be able to pick you apart as well. And that's where 
I want to see how Jack will make that adjustment. But you know what? You got to do it, Wole. You see the results. Let's look at the results when you don't blitz, and let's look at the results when you do. Period. My man Timothy said, uh, Rivera needs to stop put punting on fourth and one and go for it forward. He'd be killing my nerves. We are good <laughs> see, but we have to let these these teams know we are we are we are for real. Um yeah. Yeah, you gotta establish that identity. Before. You do because you do. it's been it's been multiple alumni, including Doc Walker, who said when you see that uniform, you want people to be intimidated. You want people to know that this defense is coming. Like like when we played back in the day, like capital punishment was. People, people knew who we were. They knew our identity. They knew we was going to come and hit you in the mouth. And everybody's mocking the commanders. They got the, the pretty black uniforms. Man, don't wear them no more is what people said because we can't stand them because we said we get whooped every time we wear them. Yeah, right. So now, Start wearing them you joints. you come in, you got that defense, and you establish a, 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 a not just a, a defense that's that's dogs, but also offense that's going to be smashed by us too. Like you said, four for one, go for it. And know that your defense, if you don't get your defense, going to step up anyway. Whoa. That's how you establish an identity. That's how you make yourself out to be a feared opponent. Because them guys up 95 that wear purple yeah, we and black, they got, they got an identity every every season. It don't matter. They sub, substituting people in and out. And that's what you want. Yeah, they got an identity. They're confused, though, right now. I don't know if they know the identity. They might be. but, but They, they used to be. That, yeah, they, still, they, they, their fan base they, thinks they're going to win every week. This yeah, that's true. That's true, but they need to like go back to their identity because I feel like they they trying to lose yep. that joint. I I agree with I that too. Trying, I think they're doing it a little bit too much. Oh uh, yeah, they should be Philly. I agree with you, Tim. I agree with you. they should be Philly, but we, we they didn't know. It's unfortunate, but they didn't. They should have. They didn't. <laughs> they left them off the hook. <laughs> and Tim, that that loss to Philly makes this game in New York even more important. You cannot facts. drop the 0-2 in the division, my friend. Facts. Big facts, bro. Big facts. All right, so Sunday at 1 p.m., the Commanders travel to New York to take on the Giants. Uh, the Giants, they were close, man. They almost beat Buffalo on Sunday night. Ray, what are your keys to a Commanders victory? And, folks, listening, I want to know y'all keys to a Commanders victory. I want to know your main key for, for Commanders victory, not a bunch of them, just your main key. But, Ray, for you, you can give me a bunch. <laughs> you have to shut down Thibodeau. One thing that I, I saw in the Atlanta game is Atlanta had five sacks coming in. They got five sacks in that game. That that's inexcusable. I told you that already, though. I told you that was going to happen regardless. I told you. I they mean, don't matter. I, I, don't give I up sex. They don't give us. Don't, that won't matter, bro. They're going to give up sex. I'm just well, keeping it up. That that's my concern because you were fortunate not to have any turnovers in this in this past week. But if you have turnovers against the Giants and you give their offense who hasn't played well hasn't scored a touchdown in forever, you get them a short field. You're going to get that team confidence. You got you got to do something. You got to you got to change your blocking schemes. Is there anything that you can do to adjust? You maybe you get Leno back this week. I'm just wondering what you can Lucas do. Lucas is good. Slow, or at least limit the pass rush. You give up five sacks to the Giants or, or more, that's going to be an issue, bro. That's just me. I don't know if you think that anything can be done. You look like you're not confident. No, no. I don't think that five – when I get up five sacks, I'm going to say it's almost limited to, like, the Atlanta game. The sacks won't be a big issue to me, like, because you're going to get sacked. Five is going. Five can happen if, if it's the way you get sacked. That's all. It's the way you get sacked. And I think, like, if it's similar to how you got sacked against Atlanta, he'll be fine. It's just you hope you hope don't get hurt. Ain't nobody similar to Atlanta, Wally. You, you gotta realize that. Bro. No, but it's not like the system of thing. Like the sacks don't. All right, you watched the Eagles game, right? He got he got. Did, did the sacks hurt? hurt him against the Eagles? Um, not no. really. It's going so. No. I'm saying like okay. It's not... So so here here's my thing. Yeah. Atlanta had many opportunities. You should have put your foot on the next. You was up twenty four to ten. Totally agree. So so the sacks, in my opinion, like the ones he held the ball on, and then yeah. you now have to punt. Atlanta had more chances than they should have to come back. That that's my thing, and I think you don't give a a a, a weaker opponent a chance. So because, weaker. So you don't, you don't think the Giants are weaker than Atlanta? 
I think the Giants are comparable to both Atlanta and Washington in terms of just uh, how I'm they have saying, deficiencies and, yeah. they, and they have a difficult time hiding those. Yeah, I don't think Washington again. It's not even a. My issues are not even the sacks thing. So my say, my issue is like more. You asked for my keys, bro. No, 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 no. I'm not knocking you. I'm not knocking. No, no. That's good. Those, those are good keys. I'm not. No, I'm not knocking it. One key at all. So no, for me, it's just like the same old, same old, bro. Like, don't give up explosive plays. Like, you'll be all right. Like, I'm gonna go. I ain't gonna hold you. You'll be all right. Like, get off the get like get off the field. Like, stop having these long drives. Like, be a good, be a solid defense. If you're a solid defense, you could outscore the Giants. Even with all the sacks, you could still outscore the Giants. You the, the Broncos sacked you like crazy. You outscored the Broncos. The only team that you ain't score against, and that's Buffalo. And Buffalo's secondary is better than the Giants' secondary. They're better overall defense. So, like, if you can score, if you can, if you don't give up big explosive plays, you can outscore the Giants. Is it that you got to, you can't, you have, you can't give up explosive plays? You got to be a better defense. I, I just feel like you're not going to get lucky two weeks. That's lucky. I'm sorry. Let me, let me rephrase. I just feel like you may not be as fortunate this week to not have any turnovers, especially if they're getting pressure. Yeah. And I that's agree. my concern for any young quarterback because Sam Howell's been up and down he, because he's young. This this is the part of the maturation process. Yeah. So can he overcome that week in and week out? I just don't feel like that's fair to put that on a second year quarterback. No, I'm not saying that, 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 that's I'm, why I'm, that's why I'm making the key. And Thibodeau, he he goes for strip sacks. Oh no, that dude, no, 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 that dude, that dude, no, that, I do agree. They need to block him because yeah. he he, no, he he's an animal. No, I agree with um, you on that one. But if you're right and the defense shows up and you can overcome, let's say some 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 deficiencies amongst the offensive line. Okay, yeah. awesome. Now, if you're going to do that, you want to make sure that your playmakers are involved and that you keep moving the chains when you keep your quarterback protected and you and you, you control time of possession. I think that's huge, man, especially when you're on a road, a second week in a row. Travel travel's not always easy when, you, when you're traveling multiple weeks. You, you, you don't have a chance to necessarily practice like you're accustomed to. And then also, it's just can complacency set in and all when you're coming off what was – in my opinion, a relief type of victory. So I think you need to be firing on all cylinders, even if that's been an area weak. Like Cody Barton was getting killed in the media. He was getting killed on this show, and he showed up. He wrapped up. He tackled well. He, he I don't know how many tackles for loss he had, but he played yeah, so one, good. One tackle for loss. That's it. So I feel like if the all, oh, oh, you counted. Okay. So if the offense, and that was a big one too, by the way, that he got. But, yeah, 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 it was. Um, I think it was B. John. The, the offense, he if, if the offensive line is listening like Cody Barton was, then maybe they come out with more of a dog this week. Yeah, so I'm going to give you, like, so in terms of on Twitter, my man uh, Commando Bando said, uh, Chris Rod Chris Rodriguez with eight-plus carries. Uh, they, they could be a significant uh, a significant rushes uh, in the game or important carries to to ice a game. Washington has a lead. Uh, I'm leading. Uh, dude flashes as a ball carrier. Use him. Um, let's see who else. What's this? George has one, too. You know, George said, if it's Tyrod Taylor at QB, it's to force him into 30, 30 plus passes. If it's Daniel Jones, then stop him from running all over us. <laughs> um, these, these are their keys. Saquon, Saquon looked like he's he's he looked good last week. Get, get, he looked good last week. Right. He looked good last week. He looked good so, then. Like gotta gotta look at him as well. And and he and he's a threat to catch out the backfield too. Yeah, another one, uh, my man Cash said, I think we played a very overrated team with the suspect quarterback. We won't know if the defense – oh, wait, yo, who's this one? Oh, this defense – I'm sorry, this is about the uh, turning the corner. Uh, we won't oh. know if this defense has turned turned the corner until Philly comes to, to FedEx after the Giants' road game. 
I don't think that's true because they haven't necessarily performed consistently against anybody. So if you can get two back-to-back weeks where you get turned oh, defense, yeah, I agree. That's yeah, I, think it, yeah I, think I agree. Huge. I don't yeah. think the opponent matters because yeah. as we see, look what it doesn't matter. San Fran, San Fran and Philly lost. You can be anybody on any given week, and if mm. your team shows up, I don't care if it's against a team that you think is inferior. I think it's huge, man. People are feeling much better about the defense after the Atlanta game than they were, of course, after the Chicago game. Like, okay, good. We're not as bad as what I thought. We're not yeah. there yet, and we yeah. don't like Jack still, but that was much better. I, I, I felt better about it just because he blitzed more. Exactly. That's all I cared about. Because oh, I felt like you finally listened. That's all. I mean, I ain't going to lie to you. It wasn't anything about, like, I felt I felt, I felt vindicated. Like, bro, if you listen to me, this team would be much better, but you choose not to listen to me, and they're not. this defense is not better. All right, Ray, real quick, what's your prediction, man? Uh, I'm having a hard time making a prediction because my heart says Washington, they can muster up another two-game winning streak. It'll be their second of the year. This is their best six-game record under Rivera. I think that's that's, that's progress. Um, that's my terrible. only concern is it's the Giants. It's something about them blue uniforms where it's always a close matchup. That's and the same way, again, as an Atlanta fan last week, I'm like, commanders find a way to get it done against Atlanta as, of, as over the past three years, as of late, I should say. And, um, man, um, I, I'm, I'm thinking in New York, they are not giving up at all, and they're not afraid of, of the Commanders. Um, with that being said, though, the Commanders are a better football team this season. So I'm going to take the Commanders 24-20. to uh, If Tyrod Taylor is playing, this is not a knock on Tyrod Taylor at all. If he's playing, um, I am very. I feel pretty good that the Commanders can win. But some, now I've, I've lost confidence if this thing can beat Daniel Jones. <laughs> I ain't going to lie to you. I lost, I lost confidence. I don't know. I feel like – I'll be lying to myself I'm, if I would say they're, they're confidently going to beat Daniel Jones. Uh, but I will say this. From what all the reports I've heard, it seems like Tyrod is probably going to play. So if Tyrod plays, I'm, either way, I'll, I'll pick the commanders. He, he gets the ball out quick to me. I just, that's, he can get, that's you can, then you play, then you just play press. and you, you. But he does hold the ball, too. Tyrod holds the ball. He's always held the ball. Like, I watched Tyrod. He holds the ball. Um, be careful what you wish for, baby. That's fine. I, I'm not. I'd rather have. I, I'd rather have him, Daniel Jones. I know the record, Daniel Jones, five one and one. I know hey, the record. I'll, with I'll tell you this: <laughs> when I know you have confidence in your defense, is when you say, "No matter what quarterback we playing, my it, guys yeah. coming apart." It right does now, matter. You don't have matter. that confidence in your I don't. defense because the don't. quarterback matters a whole whole lot. <laughs> it it reads a lot. Daniel Jones versus <laughs> Tyrod Taylor. Taylor. <laughs> it's not Josh Allen versus Mahomes. Exactly. We talking Tyrod Taylor Look. versus Dan. Look. Dan uh, Danny Dimes, I'm gonna keep calling that. Look, Ray that G, is I know, insane to me. I know what I said. I know exactly. Oh, what Daniel I Jones versus Tyrod Taylor. If I said yeah, it, wrong, it don't bad. matter. Either way, it doesn't matter. It's still the same to me. <laughs> anyway, so, man. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think the Commanders will pull it out. But to be honest, man, my heart is saying New York. The same thing last week. I picked Atlanta because I had to. I felt like, but my heart said Washington. I feel like the Giants can take this one at home. But I, I think it's a better. I think the commanders are much better, man. Let me keep it. Let me keep it a buck with you. My heart had last last week. My heart definitely had. It had Washington winning, but I just, they yeah. just lost faith in them. Yeah, I, I picked. That's why I picked against them because I just, I just couldn't justify that anymore. Um, right. My heart's telling me the. My heart's actually telling me the Washington beats the Giants. Like I'm not going to hold you. Like it's telling. Okay. Me. So it's matching my thought process, but I don't. It's not even being a fan. Just that the Giants are just so. They're just so inconsistent, and what they what are put my thing what the Giants have out on the outside doesn't scare me like the other number one receivers that I've had to watch. I agree with that. No, the number ones, like I told you, like, and then they're not even feeding Waller the ball like that. So it's not like 
And he's like kind of if and, and I like Waller, Waller, bro. And, and I defensively, like, man, it's big play potential against. Yeah, that. and their cornerback and they and they and their corners are hurt. Yeah, they got, like, all their corners are hurt. So, I'm I'm going Washington too, brother. We together so, on this one. All right. So anyway, speaking of New York, uh, in, the, in in the WNBA finals, New York Liberty are going are down to the Las Vegas Aces two to one. But right now they're up in the second and in in going into the second quarter. Who's um, up? Uh, the Liberty. The Liberty. The Liberty are up. I think they're up oh, like okay. twenty. I think once say twenty three thirteen right now. Um, okay. And they have an opportunity to tie this series tonight um, and take this to a game five. So, Ram, start with you, man. Um, first off, you watched game three. How the game was, well, I'll tell you the score. The, the score of game three was 87 73 Liberty. Um, and for you watching the game, how did you, how did the Liberty, well, how were the Liberty able to dominate that game? I'm going to say, they not dominate, but to win that game. They didn't dominate, dominate to win that game. I mean, you you rely on your big players. Big players make big plays. Santana Moss, baby, back in the U, he said it. And <laughs> Brianna Stewart is one of the goats, of course. John Crow Jones is somebody she who is killing a, it, bro. She's, she's an underrated it. star, and she wants a chip, and she got a chip on her shoulder because she wants that chip. She's she she came this close in Washington, mm. and if she got fed the ball more, I think in that series she might have she might have won. So she's seen an opportunity, and you've seen an mm. opponent who's limping in this series right now. You got to seize the moment. You got to protect mm. home court. And they came out with a dog, and they relied on those two horses. Yeah, I think that. Yeah, you mentioned uh, to me. I, it's definitely like John K- uh, Kale uh, Jones. She forty, like dude showing shoot threes. She was like, she hit like four threes, dog. Four for seven from the three point from the three point line, um, dog. If she's averaging in this series, I want to say she's averaging about say like twenty one in the series, like 21. 21 in the series. Like she's double double machine. I feel like she in this in this series, she's been the in my opinion, other than maybe Plum. She's been the best player in the series. Like Jones has been the best player in the series because what I'm not she's gonna hold you, bro. I'm a little biased though. You know, she played at Riverdale Baptist. Yeah, you know, so she 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 got the local ties. She got a lot yeah. of fans here, man. Yeah. And it was a pleasure to cover her the season I did. Yeah. So I'm a little biased. I'm not gonna lie, but but the she's the stats she, you just read off tell it yeah. all. Yeah, she's been dominant. Like yeah, like to me even in the, in the whole postseason, not just just this just in the in the final she's been dominant i said this when we were talking about her earlier like let I me mean, last week she's been dominant and, and to see you could see that the, you could see um wilson struggle with her bro like she is getting buckets on a like she's getting buckets every which way down low pick and roll she's like in the post. B, bro she's like the female bro i'm about to show you this i'm about to show you this clip of her doing like look bro look at this look at look at all this work look at all this work right now right from her. look at all this work look at that three ball Look at that joint, dog. It's, <laughs> it ain't it ain't over. We got more. It ain't more. It ain't over. Trail, hit that three. Bang. I'm telling you. Let me tell you this. If bang. she wins no, a champ, if she wins a championship, you gonna see her marketability grow that much more. You saw the commercial she was in with Trey Young and Boban. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it, it was dope. And, and and I find it hilarious, you know, because people call me Trey Young all the time, which is annoying. <laughs> but at the same time, um, she was helping him. Mm-hmm. And that commercial grab something high off a, off a shelf. It just mm-hmm. show you the type of size she has and how she can dominate using that size. Yeah, and man. she's showing it on the national stage right now, which I guess she's done before. But you you on a different team with this Liberty team. This Liberty team is stacked, man. I think it's, it's stacked. Great, no, it's, it is stacked. It's just a it's great stacked, opportunity for her. And I'm just hoping she seizes it. I don't have a dog in the fight. I don't care who wins per se. But I would love to see her get that sort of star power that she and that, and that recognition she doesn't get. Yeah, but to your point though, right? I think in like in this in this series, well, game three, um, but it's been consistent, right? The first two games, even in the blowouts, like they're two oh, best players. Yeah, she's a baller, but even the blowouts, like the issue, like all right, the issue, the issue against uh the issue in the first two games were that you know, um, 
the Vegas as a whole was running it. Like there's a whole, like they're, they're just they're, one to five and one to five, they were killing it. You know what I mean? Um, but to me, if you look at the Liberty, it's always been two. Brianna is Brianna Stewart and, and Jones. Those two have been consistent. They have been the, the mainstay. You just wanted your guards to play a little bit better, right? Um, I do think that, you know, in game, um, I want to say game, game, in game three, they had better guard play. They had better guard play. So they were able to kind of like um, – it was improved guard play. They were able to kind of like hold down the floor. And plus you're playing at home, right? So you're going to get more of that energy playing at home. Uh, so I think that's what kind of put them over the top. But, but yeah, and she's been consistent, bro. Like for real, twenty-seven. I think she had twenty-seven. Like I think she had twenty-seven. Uh, uh, on in game three, like that's she's she's she doing big work, and especially on the stage where you're talking about Aja Wilson and Brianna Stewart, and she to me, it's at times looks like the best player on the court. It's kind of dope, yes, sir. It's kind of dope to me. Um, so. Well, but, you know, terrible news. You know what I'm saying? You never want to start one of the stars to go out in the, in the finals. But Aces guard Chelsea, uh, Chelsea Gray um, is out tonight with an apparent foot injury. Um, how does this injury change the series, in your opinion? Does it, like, hinder them thoroughly? Or is it something they can really bounce back from? Um, maybe the home crowd can get her some juice if she doesn't come back. But she's the quarterback, period. Yeah. You take two off the Dolphins. I don't care. If you got Waddle and Tyreek Hill, you're going to have some adjustments you're going to need to make. Facts. And you probably won't be the same team. So Facts. it's the same thing that with the Aces. You you take their, their their point guard, their floor general off the floor. It's, it's a huge loss. And she's got the size. And she's got that dog. Like, yeah. you know how she plays. She plays yeah. 100%. Her tank is always on full. She's always going hard. You love her game. I hate to see her get hurt because she's just good for the game. Yeah, you fact. know what I mean? But in terms of that team... That hurts them a whole, whole lot in terms of what they like to do on the court. And that's where Becky Hammond is going to prove how how great of a coach she really is because now, without one of your top players, and again, that, like that quarterback of your team, what adjustments do you make in order to elevate your squad against a team that is playing pretty good at home and is riding yeah. some momentum? Right now, uh, Aces are down 5, 18-23. This one, they went on a 5-0 uh, run. Um, to me, like yeah, like you said, Ray, this is this person is the quarterback, and they're going to miss, they're gonna miss her a lot. But like the blessing with the ace with the aces and New York is deep too, so it's not a it's not saying that like New York the aces are deeper than New York. They're both two deep teams. But in terms of guard play, I do I do think they haven't they do have some things they have things they can do to work around it. They're gonna they're gonna miss her, but they have some things they can work around it. Like you can move move Chelsea Plum um to to the one because she's playing the two. You can move her to the one. You you're gonna need Young to step up more like like how she played in one, games one and two game three wasn't as good but she, if she could play the way she did in game one and game two add in with because to me uh plum has been I, I mentioned arguably being the best player on the court between the big plum plum you can make the argument that plum has been the best player in the in the final she's averaged the most points in the finals so you're gonna have her at the one young can step up and you're just gonna and drill talk you're, you're gonna need your best player to be dominant you know what i mean like asia wilson didn't have a good game in game three. She went four for 16 from the field, 16 points. That's not good enough. If you're trying to close, if you're trying to, if you're trying to close out a series, that's just not good enough. You're going yeah. to have to be dominant. She's going to have to be the Asia Wilson that was in game two when she gave you 26 points and 15 boards. She's going to have to be that person. So if you want to close out, you want to close out New York, you can't just, and you're missing, you're missing somebody you rely on, you need, it's going to be a group. But you're gonna need your dogs to be your dogs. Like you gotta be special. So age has gotta be special. 
I think she trusts her teammates. That's all. I really do. She does. No, no, no. She is. No, I agree. She does, though. The, the, this group is experienced. Mm -hmm. They got championship pedigree. And I feel as though she's okay with deferring and she's okay with getting everybody involved. Yeah. And she knows she can flip that switch when she needs to. And she can drop 30 or more points. Facts. And we do 50, 60. I, I, th I think she's, I think <laughs> at this point, she knows it's a long series. It's not over. If you lose night, it's not over. You get you, you got that home court advantage for a reason. True. So I like her mental approach to the game, and I don't have an issue with her. Although I know what you mean. If you want to close it out and get it over with, then be Age Wilson. Yeah. But at I'm, the same time, yeah. I'm okay with the approach. Yeah, I'm just saying, like, now it's because when you lose, when you lose a player that's very valuable to you, somebody has to make up for it, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, and on that initial, you know, that you know, on their five, their five is like a fat five-ish type of, you know, type of type of squad. You know what I mean? So you're gonna need like like young, like for instance, young's gonna have to step up. I'm not just meaning eight, not just Asia. Young's gonna have to step up. The only reason I mentioned Plum, because Plum is already giving you 26 almost every night. She gave you 29 in game three. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so that's Darren Waller White, bro. She in that. Table. I know. <laughs> you might have a problem come Sunday, but Ole, does it need to, does it need to end tonight? If you're the Aces, do you absolutely have to get them out of there tonight? Nah, I'm with you. The Vegas thing. I think they got that. They got that game in Vegas. I'm, I, you always want to not. You, if you have the, it depends how the game is going. If you have the opportunity to like this game is tight into the fourth, yeah, you want to take advantage of that. You know what I mean? You don't want to give anybody any hope. But if this game is like you know. If it's similar to what you saw in game three, you know you got another game at home. Well, if you get that game at home, I want to see Ionesco step up huge on that road game. Up, because she needs to step up. She needs to step because, up. Because John Cole Jones demands attention down low, and you can find your open spots, and you have one of the best jumpers in the game. Yeah. Although Kaitlyn Clark might be the best female shooter currently existing and breathing. I don't care what Angel Reese talks about her or says about <laughs> her. She is, that, she is, that, she is her. She, um, she's her. She can shoot for us. She, she is she, her. her. But – it may not end tonight, Wole. We will see. But what did end is Showtime Boxing, baby. Mm. It is no more. And right now, introduce this guy to the urban sports scene. He's a good friend. We have yeah. Al Jones from WFNZ 92.7 FM Radio in the ring with Al Jones. He's on the pod with us. Al, what's good, man? Good to see fellas, you Fellas, fellas, thank you for having me again. It's such a pleasure to be on, man. Hey man, it's a pleasure to have you on, bro. You already know what time it is. You know it's a pleasure to have you on, man. No so, doubt, Al, no doubt. Al, you know we 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 covered Gary Antoine Russell's last fight, and it was special for me and Wole because that was a Showtime um, boxing mm. production, and that's the last time we're gonna see Showtime come to <laughs> DMV. And, and what's crazy is I got a, I got a chance to interview Steven Espinoza, and at that right. time he was very confident that. Showtime Boxing was going to continue based on all the big fights they've had this year, including Spence Crawford, um, Benavidez, and Plant, you name it, Tank, Garcia. Yeah. They thought they had enough momentum to keep Paramount on, on board with boxing. Bellator was already gone. They're like, okay, we, could, we should be able to stick around. But right. no, they put that nail in the coffin, man. Cover them up. You know, let's go to the cemetery. We can hold hands and sink, baby. It's over. What's right. your thoughts about Showtime being gone and about where Al Heyman might take PBC to next? Well, like, like you just mentioned, this is really historically one of the biggest years in boxing. Yeah. As far as fights are concerned. Yeah. And it was put on, you know, PBC put on a huge display. Boxing put on a, a great display this year. It was all great and dandy, you know. Mm -hmm. and, and the fans won. 
And that's who it's all about, the fans. Mm -hmm. And knowing, looking into the, the situation with Showtime, that that's, if you really think about it, I mean, when boxing left HBO, we took a we took a hit then. Hmm. You know that hurt boxing uh-huh. when when we, when it left HBO twenty some odd years ago, and now being in with with Showtime leaving, with with boxing leaving Showtime, I I really think it's good. Okay, I really do. I think uh-huh. because that's an old business model. Okay. Mm, good point. I heard you. That's why I want you on show. Cause you said that, and I want you to elaborate why you said that. Cause I heard you right. say that. Initially. I mean, now if you think about it, streaming the future. The think about the future of boxing. Uh-huh. The millenniums. The people are much younger. We're on YouTube now. Everyone has an app. Uh-huh. You know, so I think going in that direction, you can capture that audience. Okay. You can capture that app audience more. Everyone, that's where everyone is going towards. That's that's the future there. <clears throat> so so Showtime, HBO, you know, that's the thing of the past. Think about Al Heyman taking PBC to the zone and having Leonard Ellerby have to work with Eddie Hearn potentially and Oscar <laughs> De La Hoya on putting on big fights. Now, from a boxing fan perspective, that sounds like you could get some crazy fights there ain't ain't no excuses then this record right. haney gonna definitely fight like everybody's gonna fight each other at that point but right I between also there like, i also like prime i know you got prime i got ESPN prime plus mm. what uh-uh, uh-uh no one like espn plus who who, who who has espn plus i mean like, that thing is terrible look no what no it can be a boost for top rank there with yeah, Bob Aaron. They still have, don't they? They have ESPN Plus though, right? That's isn't that their thing? Huh? Isn't ESPN yeah, yeah, Plus yeah. Top there? Rank has ESPN Plus. He's saying that if you add PBC, to oh, that, that PBC, if you add PBC it. and Top Rank collab, oh, together, you know he not working with Bob Aaron. As well. Al Hayden never. I think he, he would work? never consider working with Bob Aaron. He <laughs> Bob already said we we on our way to the top without them, um, and that's what we have to do at this point put our egos to the side uh, and and let everyone try to collaborate together on this i would like to honestly see everyone in one in one stable in one uh in one camp system. everyone let's 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 have oscar come you know oscar with the zone matchroom boxing top rank and mm-hmm. pbc because one thing with, with prime that you have to keep in consideration is with PBC, you also had the smaller fights on there. Yeah, yeah. you had the you know the lower level, the mm-hmm. you know the BC fights. They won't have that exposure on Prime. Prime would just want to do pay per view and big fights only. Mm. So you lose a lot. You know the average fan wouldn't be able to see a Jerron Ennis until he gets ready to fight, or Antoine Gary Russell on a big until one. he gets ready to fight on a major pay-per-view fight that's when prime come in that's when you really lose with prime unless prime was to develop you know a a a, a more favorable some a more favorable platform for the under underdeveloped fighters at this point so would it be like so 
If not Prime, could it be like HBO Max? I think we dope on HBO Max. I won't lie, just because it's still got an HBO Max. They're not gonna do it. Oh, yeah, they call it Max. That's oh, oh. they done. Yeah, they done. HBO um, is done. Showtime is done. <laughs> <laughs> Let me talk about bring, I want to bring Dujanay's comment back up too because he said yeah. boxing uh, should do what wrestling does with pay per view. Use streaming services. A uh, streaming service. I'm gonna say like Peacock because that's what <laughs> WWE uses. That's what I'm saying. Like Max. Yeah, like Max. This works out well. Um, and hey, shout out to you, Ali. He's showing some love. Love your point of view and your forward thinking. Um, that could work. I mean, the the options for Al Heyman are endless, man. And I think he could probably, like, he worked with Fox and Showtime. He might be able to work with Prime on those big fights, and he might also be able to work with the Zone on some of the lower level fights. And people would love that as well. But I'll ask you this too, because Wale want to ask why this really happened. I heard from you know my sources. I ain't got a whole lot, but. I got enough that said the fighters were getting paid too much. I know they would disagree with that. So Showtime overpaid for their services and they were bleeding money. And Paramount was like, nah, we ain't doing it. Right. No, I, I, that's not it. it. It's just the contract is up. It's mm -hmm. time for a new business model. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's time for a transition in, in, into something bigger now. It's time. If boxing wants to survive, we have to capture that younger audience. Mm -hmm. The younger yeah. audience is not watching Showtime. They are, you know, they're they are they they are just not interested. They it's all about the app into the future. It's they all watch, about the app. They ain't watching Showtime. They they really not watching. They're not on? really into it like that. No, they they're all on the apps, man. If they can, what download, about uh, what about like TV YouTube TV or like YouTube TV would be Fight good, TV right? Or the Zone, or you know, it, yeah. it that's the future of the sport. But, but this fight TV, like I know, fight TV has like so to to um, Dujane, uh We we just read his um, comment. Like I know, fight TV is like in the wrestling or something like that. They in the boxing. To, fight TV got boxing. Yeah, I've done commentary on fight TV. Okay, gotcha. Before, gotcha. Okay. So it's so okay. easy for them. They'll send you a, a link, just like we're on now, uh -huh. and 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 you tune in, you tap in to it, and 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 you can view the fight on their platform. Got you. Okay. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. You have your own camera set up, your own camera team set up. You tap into the link, and bam, you're on their platform. So, so how do you get like a big, like a pay per view fight? How do you get that money? Like, I'm trying to figure out how the model, the business model works for they like, pay a, for like it. ahead of time. Like, yes. for like okay. you can pay for it that night on there. Gotcha. You pay oh, for, for fight. You talking about streaming tonight? Okay, I got you. Right. I got you. You can I buy it you. on the same night. See, it's got so you. easy with an app. Got you. And gotcha. see, then also with that, say, for example, with Fight TV, you can also, you know, it, it, it would be nothing to, you can put on a fight on there for $9.99 or $5.99 to watch, you know, if you just want to watch some boxing or something, you you have that, you have that opportunity. Mm. And, and that's where it's at right now. That's, that's the future is on the app. If you want to capture that younger audience, even if they were to set up something with YouTube. You know, that's what I just said. So. Right. Everything is all in the apps right now. But YouTube invested a lot into the NFL and getting that. Sunday oh, it's killing. Season. Oh, it's killing. And it's killing. They, they are doing better than what DirecTV is. But yeah. what I read recently was they need about two, two million more, 2.5 million more subscribers just to just to get a profit from it. So it is a tough business. They don't want to lose any more money. But YouTube would be great. Um, I would then, ask you about this. Lastly, oh, wait, bro. lastly. 
not to cut you off, no, but no. with um with with Showtime, you didn't get that world recognition. Mm, true. Showtime wasn't isn't everywhere like the zone is. Mm, got you. Now got you can sorry. watch the zone all over the world with their fights. So mm. that's the thing, also. That's true. If you want that universal, that world, if you want and and I mean the NFL now is in London. Yeah. Every yeah. Weekend. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. if you want that opportunity, if you want to, you know, to to expand, you that's where it's at with the apps. That's where it's at. You 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 gotta go to Showtime can't offer that. Yeah. HBO true. can't offer that, couldn't offer that. So you gotta go. That's the way of the futures with the app. So have you seen the back and forth with Oscar and Terrence Crawford on X? I got to keep getting used to calling that because Ryan Garcia started a discussion and Terrence Crawford jumped in like, yeah, the fighters need to come together and we need to be the ones at the table to make sure that we keep boxing where it needs to be. And that's in front of millions of fans all around the world, like you're saying. Oscar De La Hoya is like, no, you need to re you need to write people representing you. Right. <laughs> and exactly. you just focus on I fight. agree with Oscar. Blood doesn't have enough money. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> to represent yourself on, on a global perspective. You know what I'm saying? The world is just hearing now, just now really hearing about Terrence Crawford. Yeah. They're oh. just now hearing. And, and a lot of people still, Bud is not a household name at this mm. point, still in his career. Shout out to uh, Anthony Peterson when he was on our show. He said, "Look at the NBA. Look at the NFL. National. Look at the look at the NHL. National." He said, "Boxing. We don't have that." He said, "We he need said to that. find right. a way to yeah, sort point. of bring it all together and make it a much bigger, uh, I guess, production and or organization. Have just one entity, so to speak. And that that's so hard to do with all these sanctioning bodies and all, but it makes sense." Uh, is that the direction you think boxing heads in and the zone and PBC come together will start to take you that and, and I guess that route? Right. Yeah, I mean that's the route to go. That's where I would like to see. Mm. I would like to see them all up under up uh, up under one platform. Mm. You know, everybody come together and go up under one platform. Then that way it's so much easier. You don't have to cross networks and everything. It's so mm. much easier to make the big fights happen. It just so makes think, too much sense. So do you think do you think that's definitely gonna happen? Do you or do you do you think that's gonna happen? Do you think this the zone is gonna probably gonna take over the game and be that be the the new king that's of boxing? Hard. That's hard to, because like you you know, right now ESPN top rank is exclusive with ESPN. Yeah, that thing sucks. So you know, so <laughs> right. I don't know how long ESPN, their contract man, is. Know you know, I I know, I don't know how long their contract. You know, Top Rank has that contract with ESPN. Hopefully that'll, you know, end soon. And then, you know, uh, we they, you know, possibly next can come on yeah. with the zone. True. But it's all about that exposure. It's mm -hmm. all about capturing that audience, those kids in Australia and, and you know, the, the over in the UK instead of having, you know, you that way. And then we can also know more about their fighters and as well. You know, over in the UK, you know, because I, I learn a lot from them when I do watch Matchroom. Yeah. Mm. Their you know, production is great, the too. Matchroom boxing with Eddie Hearn. You know, he has the UK on lock. So right. easily. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that collaboration, that's the best right now, in my opinion, to run with the zone. 
and, and go ahead and collab with them. So you got Oscar, you got you got Oscar De La Hoya, you got Eddie Hearn with Matchroom Boxing and PBC. You know, that's Before what we I let, really think they the, the best you know platform for them to lean to towards. Before we let you get out of here, we know what Floyd Mayweather Floyd Mayweather meant to the zone. I mean, not the zone. My bad. Dang. Maybe so, I'm speaking uh, to his PBC, PBC. what he meant to Showtime. Right. When, when 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 he began to fight on Showtime, the biggest pay per view numbers ever. Showtime was doing that. However, he's been catching strays because people feel like he's been the one that's implemented this or created this culture of I want to keep my O. The best don't fight the best no more. And now Showtime's going out of business because they couldn't get the best fights for all these years. What's your thoughts about Floyd catching some some <laughs> negative <laughs> attention for well, some of the things that people feel like he did? Well, we know Floyd did have a major impact on the sport of boxing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he carried it. Yeah. He also carried it for, 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 for a decade or two as well. So, and he still has a major influence. I mean, you know, him and Al Heyman, they they he's in bed with PBC. So um I wouldn't say that you know Floyd prevented people from from you know major fights from happening mm-hmm. and that was more so egotistical with the big heads i mean floyd only represents pbc so there were there, you know he that's that's his entity that he him and al are connected with but you still got top rank and you still have and you still have max room and you still have a uh, golden boy so you still have others but it just so unfortunate it just so happened to happen that Al PBC had the best fighters, you know? Mm. So that part he controlled, you know, and, you know, hopefully that old, and and as we see, we, you know, the big fights are starting to happen again. People are not caring anymore about that. So we're going, we're getting away from that and heading into a, you know, a better direction when it comes, we'll see a lot more, you know, major fights popping off in 2024. All right, so I do got one. I do have a question. I'm trying to. I'm. I'm really trying to relive my HBO boxing, but not really. I'm really trying to relive. It. So if Showtime goes down, are we gonna get Max back? Max and his and, and Lampley back together? Like I need to get the. I get, at least let me get my squad back together. Right, right. With Max <laughs> and, and, and Lampley. And we also we may lose. Um, what's his name? Lenny. Yeah. Um, you know um, Jim Gray and all them. Uh, you know something about um. What's his name? Not with Showtime. I'm talking about back. Uh, I know you're talking about uh, who Al Bernstein. Yeah, Bernstein. You talking about Bernstein? No, the, the announcer. Oh, oh Lennon, like Brian Custer, oh. Jimmy Lennon, 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 Lennon. Oh, he he going to get another job. He, oh, he get a job. <laughs> he is he's Michael Buffer Jr. Bro. Yeah, he, he get, oh he get a job. He should be on the new Max team. That's why he should whatever Max and Lamp. They somebody to hire them dudes. Like I'm sticking. But you know, Max is with ESPN. ESPN but they don't utilize him. They don't use him. Really. I know they don't utilize they him. No, nah, he. Ever. I thought he got cut when they when they just did those cuts. Oh, he, that's he right. Gone. He got cut too. He gone. He gone. He yeah, gone. But they may bring him back. You know. If, oh, if, for the bot yeah, because everybody gone. If all gone. of this comes yeah. together, yeah. then he can get back in and and yes, join. Man. You know, get back in with the boxing because it's probably gonna be bigger. It's probably gonna be bigger now. I know you said right. The platform now. will be a whole lot bigger now. Yeah, with all yeah. of those cats working together. Yeah, ESPN needs to lose boxing. It's just not my cup of tea. I mean, <laughs> it's just it's just too much. It's too much. You got Zab Judah, B- BLK Prime. You got so many different 
just platforms and they don't all work together. The commentary is biased on the zone, it's uh, yeah, biased on yeah. ESPN. Right. If you if you bring it oh all together, God. let's just imagine if you had like a Roy Jones calling a fight with a Tim Bradley and somebody who can who Hates can it. come back and put you in your place if you saying some nonsense because you some reckless stuff. That's right. great. If, so I want to. I'm with Al. I want to see it all come together and just let's have a great product, a, a great boxing entity, and then you see the best fighting the best. There's no more across the street. It's, it's just we're gonna see it, and it's it's gonna be global, like you said, man. And international. Mean, you, exactly. you know who has big international appeal? Deontay Wilder. People love him. Yeah, they outside do. Outside the U.S., they yeah. they want him and Joshua so bad. Oh yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So I mean, if, if that's the case, it's, it's really if you're talking about global appeal. To be real with you, it should be the zone. Then right. it can only be the zone. It can exactly. only be the zone. They have it. It's all they have it. Up. They're the only ones. They're the really they're the only one. Sky global. Sports. It's Sky Sports. Man, nobody cares about no Sky Sports. They're <laughs> nobody terrible. Care about no Sky. They nobody cares. Sky. That's a, that's how you try and bootleg some fight. You see Sky. Right. Oh, <laughs> hey, stop it. Stop it, boy. Hey. <laughs> Hey, hey, Al, man, we, we got to have you back on either before Boo Boo and Benavidez or uh, Haney and Rougarou. That Both 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 fights are going to be dope, man. Big fights. Exactly. Yeah. Okay, I'm available anytime. Uh, yeah. You know, it's, it's been a pleasure, fellas. Always. 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 And Al, pl hey, plug, plug your show before we let you go, though, bro. Pl plug your show. Yes, bro. yes, yes. Most definitely. Be able. You can, you know, we're, we're, we're expanding, as I uh -huh. said. So look forward to something big in 2024. Also, you know we're all we're all expanding. There's a lot of transition going on mm -hmm. in the in the state of boxing. Facts. You know, so you can always WFNZ. I'm with Urban One. Mm -hmm. You know, WFNZ 92.7 in Charlotte, out of Charlotte, North Carolina. You can catch us on all major platforms. And once again, that's AJ in the ring. AJ in the ring. In the ring with Al Jones. AJ in the ring, hit me in the DM. You got any questions? You can always catch me there. Hey, yo, Al is the realest boxing dude in the game. Real talk. So y'all check him that. out, my man. Check him my out man. for real. All right, Peace Al, up. man. Take, take care, bro. Yep. My man. Yeah, that's good. That's good until man. I, when you y'all really got on. I'm really want HBO. I want HBO had that boxing again. Y'all like really like killed my dream in life. We got it's, Max it's, though. Max, it got Max. That's a streaming joint. HBO Max, yeah, but yeah, they, they, they don't have any plans of going back in the direction. Mole, I'm with you, bro. Like, we grew up in the era of NBC basketball. You know, 24 7 HBO yeah. boxing was the, was the best. The production Definitely, is way man. better. The production, like, just the boxing production alone with HBO is better than what we've been seeing over the last some odd years. Like, 24 7, Showtime been trying to copy that. Ain't close to no HBO 24 7. Not even close. Ho, 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 ho. All access is good. And and especially the, especially the epilogue. And they better 24-7, bro. Like, but but, but yeah. you're right, though. Here's why you're right. Because that was innovative. You you yeah. see Top Rank has blood, sweat, and tears. You got Matchroom that has their version. Everybody yeah. created Copy. something Copy. to model 24-7. 24-7 is definitely the GOAT. I mean, yeah. it's, it's a Philly cheesesteak, bro. We, yeah. we got some good cheesesteaks in D.C., but yeah. it's, it's, it's not, like not the original. It's not, Philly. But it's not the original you know what I mean? We 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 have it. I like all access. I thought I thought it was. I ain't hating on it. I ain't hating on it. I'm just saying, like when you had 24 seven, when Floyd came out with that, when they came out with Floyd and Oscar, that 24 seven was something special, bro. But let me tell you though, let me tell you, whenever you see like all access, especially the epilogue, come on YouTube, like like a Javante Tank Davis fight, we 
man, they get millions. Oh, they get killed. Oh, no, 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 of course. Of course. So YouTube course. would be a great venue, but I just think YouTube does not want to invest in that. They're all in on the NFL, it's, what they should it's, be. Unless it's YouTube TV. You talking about TV? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. I don't know. This is my thing. YouTube TV, I don't know if it's going to drive. The NFL is different. Right. Exactly. I don't know boss is going to drive YouTube TV. The zone is saying. it, bro. I'm with it. The zone yeah. is in touch. They ain't talk. Don't you know. don't have to do one platform. Al yeah. Heyman has he has options and people know it. And I'm hoping that it works out for all boxing fans, but yeah. also the casual, bro. But but to back to but we're gonna end the show real quick, folks. Yeah. But what Al said, I do agree with. I don't know how it works for like the not like the non-popular boxer. That's the issue. Like, how does that well, work? That's why the zone makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, because they are they already yeah. do that. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, this is why you got it to me. You have to put on not just big fights, but also good undercards. Yeah, because agreed. if you notice the arena, sometimes don't fill up until the main event. Yeah, that, that's not good. If you put Boots Ennis and you put Terrence Crawford on the same card, people gonna come early. Facts. So if the fight before those two are a couple of guys that maybe fans don't know, well, Boots getting ready to fight. We want to make sure we get our seats. You more than likely gonna catch somebody who's not as known, not as well known. Like there's so so many talented boxers. There's a mm-hmm. boxer um, who fights on under top rank, Bruce uh, Shushu mm-hmm. Carrington. Super talented, man. And I believe that he can be somebody that can eventually become a headliner. But right mm-hmm. now, he's not there. So you got to put him on like a Shakur Stevenson undercard or yeah. one of those bigger fights. And I think it'll work out well. Um, it was a fight this past weekend. You probably, well, you were, you were out of town, but yeah. still, you, you didn't see it. Keyshawn Davis. Was, okay, I know Keyshawn Davis. I know Keyshawn Davis. Yeah, I it wasn't. It wasn't a fight that was well attended, you know, yeah. as, as exciting as a fighter he is. So I'm thinking, yeah, you you merge everybody, including top rank, man. It would benefit so many people. And then he would he would get the fight with Frank Martin. He would get a fight with uh, Richardson Hitchens and yeah. other talented fighters. All these guys are so talented. But, you, you know, you got to you got to know your, your audience, too, because that's what I'm saying. Defense. People hate defensive fighters. So yeah. like a Richardson Hitchens and Shakur Stevenson, some people are like they're boring. No, they're not boring. They're excellent yeah. boxers. Yeah, but, but people don't want to watch him because they want to see don't. Tank. That's why Tank is so big because he knocks people out. Yeah, everybody wants to knock out draw. Everybody wants to knock out draw. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm just going to be really interested to hear about the business model. That's what that's what I'm concerned with the business model of it. Because pay per view is always like the pay per view. You get a share of the pay per view money. Like you, you know, what I mean, to get like like that's. I'm interested about that. Like streaming is different. And doing it's like to have it compared to wrestling is a whole different thing because wrestling, you're not, you're not an individual ain't getting a part of that share in wrestling, right? In, in terms of streaming, uh, but it's, it's going to be interesting. I don't know how to explain. Yeah, see, wrestling is different too because you yeah. see their stars, you see their stars multiple times a week. Yeah, that too. Versus boxing, too. you lucky if you can see a good fighter twice. Go. A year. I'm telling you, I don't know. I don't know it. It's a dope. It's a dope idea. I don't know the pro, uh, terms of profit margin for the actual boxer. I, I don't know if it's going to be the same. I feel like it would be cheaper. You're right. I feel like they would make make a lot less. I don't know. I feel like they would. As hurt. long as you, to me, you you can like Ryan Garcia probably makes more money outside of boxing than he does. Yeah, agree. So now now he's more marketable than some. But if you can still make a living from being was, a professional athlete, I still think you make out well. But if yeah. you're going to be stubborn and say. No, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing that. Then you yeah. have a hard time. I think, I think money. maybe you do make less, but I think you get more opportunities. It's just like if you charge the fans less for fights and you yeah. get more people, I think you make more money in the long run. So I think they'll they'll be more inclined to fight more. And I think 
ultimately they'll grow their popularity. They'll get more opportunities in the world of advertising and endorsements. Yeah, I think this, I think this is probably what I think Canelo. I think Canelo's career in boxing is about to end off of this alone. I think. Well, he still got two fights left. Yeah, uh, with I mean, surely, he he'll I think, fulfill I think, that. I think that he'll be done. I'm, I'm hearing, done. bro, it's going to be it's going to be Benavidez, my dude. I'm, I'm hearing that. Yeah, last oh, fight, no, it's be yeah, I'm sure it's going to be Benavidez, but I think that he'll be done. I think he'll be done. It's still going to be big. Yeah, it, yeah, for viewership. I mean, going to the go, go into the fight. I don't know how. I think next Cinco de Mayo. I think that's the fight that he's going. Oh, to it should be because he should should be. It should be. All right, well, man, this has been a good discussion. Discussion. Hey, subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Tune In, iHeartRadio, and Google Podcasts. Just search the Urban Sports Scene. Also follow us on X at Urban Sports Scene, IG at Urban Sports Scene, and like our Urban Sports Scene Facebook page. Hey, make sure you subscribe to our Urban Sports Scene YouTube channel as well. Just hit this red subscribe button. If you're on YouTube, hit the red subscribe button and like this video. I can't bend my thumb because it's always like, I need to get surgery on this thumb. Look at it. It's deformed. Hey, <laughs> hey check out the home of the urban sports scene, um, Ampyremia at ampyremia.com. And this show can be found on the Podcast DC app. Download the Podcast DC app to hear all of the Amplifier shows as well as other great content. I mean, this has been a great show, man. Appreciate Alpha being on. We talked some WNBA. We talked some commanders. Uh, so we, we, we did a darn thing. Anyway, Ray, man, appreciate you. Appreciate everybody for tuning in. Anyway, you've been listening to the Urban Sports Scene for IG. Deuces, Omega. Leave us out, big homie.